and then he rocked up and Bobby Soto was there being like, Hi Shia, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, we we need to talk about his gangster voice. He's not intimidating in the slightest. Like never. <laughs> hey, you better pay up. We were saying <coughs> <coughs> Got the worst hay fever. You know what guys, you better <coughs> You, you better one, pay up. At one stage he gets bitch slapped and he nearly like gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah. He's yeah, and he's, there's like a, a tear in his eye. Oh my god, he's he's not intimidating in the slightest. Welcome to episode 53 of the Straight to Series podcast. My name is Connor. And I'm Ian, and I'm going to time this. Yeah, let's time it. Uh, welcome back, guys. We've been gone for what? Two weeks. Two weeks now. Two, three Two, weeks. Two, three weeks. Been busy. On, we have. Living life. Living life. Live, laugh, love. That's my motto. You always um, say that. I you do always, always say that. that. I have a little wood cut out in my room, and I just have it popped up, and it just says live, laugh, love. I love those. I yeah. love those. Yeah. And then above the door, it says no regrets. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. you're, you're a cool guy. Because that's me. That's how you're I live. You're a cool guy. You know? My Instagram, live, laugh, love. That's I'd subscribe to your channel. Yeah. I mean. Your many, personal channel. Many people do, you know? It's it's just... I'm, That's not what your Tinder results say. I'm an icon. All right. Okay, well, okay, let's yeah. move on from my tin, sad, sad Tinder yeah. account. Let's break down this week's episode. Let's. Uh, we're going to talk about the movie The Tax Collector. The Tax Collector, starring Shia LaBeouf and a nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Bobby Soso. We'll get into it. It felt yeah. like paying... Bobby like, Soso? Bobby Soso. <laughs> you ask me. Soso's even being generous. <laughs> anyway, we're also going to talk about Project Power. Project uh, Power, the new Netflix movie. Which is... We like it. Yeah, yeah Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's yeah. pretty cool in this drought. Uh, yeah, it is. And it's a kind of a vehicle for Dominique Fishback. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into, into that. that yeah. We will. And then we're going to talk about some news. Just some Yeah, we got some stuff, news. We got know? some interesting news. Some John Wick news. Yeah. Tease that. Yeah. I'm sure people probably know, but maybe they don't. Maybe, maybe they don't. don't. They need to know if they don't. We might talk about Army of the Dead, and then there's a trailer we might discuss. We and might discuss we'll in the podcast. Yeah. So let's get in let's get to the best it. movie of the year. The Tax Collector. The Tax Collector. So we've been on a Shia LaBeouf train. Yeah. The LaBeoufaton has been going strong. Mm-hmm. And in, in a way, it's still going strong. It is. Peanut Butter Falcon, by the way, is on uh, the UK Netflix now. UK and Ireland Netflix. Perfect movie. Yeah. Like, 5 out of 5. Sorry, 7.5 out of 7.5. 7. 5 I, out feel, 7. I feel... 5. You feel stupid for saying that. I look yeah. stupid. I sound stupid. You know what's happened? Two weeks off. That's why... Two weeks off. Yeah, Jesus, you, that rust. That you, ring rust, you man. For, you forgot we have our I'm own... I'm feeling it. Our own perfect rating system. I know, I know. Um, um, 7.5 7.5 for Not, that's Peanut Butter Falcon but we also movie. watched yeah we also watched Honey Boy Honey Boy another Charlotte Buff f- uh, perfection, perfection like pretty much it's yeah. a great it's a great movie it is and so we thought we only watched them because the tax collector trailer drop yeah a trailer that we enjoyed and said hey Cholo vibes from the buff. <laughs> Give me that. But not. I'll, I'll take. But, but not, not Cholo. But not Cholo. Like all the controversy says. No, he's I, just uh, borrowing Cholo vibes because he grew up in that environment. David okay, a- da- okay, get yeah. off my back. Get Twitter. David Ayer says okay? he is a Caucasian man who is inspired well, I'll by. Yeah, I'm apologizing yeah. on Twitter now. Okay, I'll yeah. just, just give me a second. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Make a video talking about how yeah. you're, you're, you're not guilty. I've been characterized. <laughs> I've been characterized as a, in a fraudulent manner. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, so the tax collector is, um, it feels like paying your taxes. It's, uh, it's just yeah. awful. You know the way you think of tax? Yeah. And you think of great things. Yeah. Not this movie. Not this movie. No. This movie is taxing. 
for my mind. Uh, I don't know if I have any more tax-related puns, but if I come up with one, I will throw them out oh, most at some stage. Most definitely. But yeah, um, oh my Air God. Air tax was collected. Yeah, this is awful. One of the worst movies I've watched this year. I, um, maybe one of the worst movies... No, no, not that I've ever seen, but definitely from the trailer... Like whoever made that trailer and the poster, you should make movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the poster's excellent. It's really nice. Yeah. The nice. movie is god awful. It's like, awful. It's so bad. I think it's my least favorite viewing experience this year. I was limp for the whole movie. Not even a semi. Actually, there was one or two yeah, semis. One or two semis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Why? Based around LaBeouf. <laughs> LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf is doing serious work in this. He is. He's doing heavy lifting, and no matter how much weight he lifts. It still doesn't save the movie. No, it really doesn't. But whenever he's on screen, he is absolutely popping. He really is. And I is. need more of him. Uh, can we get a spin-off? Uh, a spin-off we, that's where David Ayer has nothing. He can be an executive producer. That's it. That's, that's a nothing role. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, all those executive producers yeah. that do hard work. I want I want to get. Tell the, me what you do. I Give wanna, me a job description. I want to get the Creeper spin-off. That's what I want. Oh, Just yeah. until he gets the uh, laser tattoo removal, we might as well capitalize yeah, yeah, on the yeah. fact he has it on his chest. Creeper still creeping. Yeah, Creeper still creeping. We can just call it Jeepers Creepers and forget that that's a yeah. that's a horror franchise. But so there's, yeah. there's one massive, massive problem with this movie, and it's called the lead actor. Bobby Soto. Bobby Soto. He plays David Cuevas. Cuevas. Does he deserve a name? He plays the main guy. He's just a... He's so plain. He's awful. It's... He... He's, he's a, so bad. He's a bad actor. I feel bad saying it. Yeah. But then I, we, do you know what? I actually said to Connor, I was like, mm. let's blame his bad performance on David Ayer. Yeah. Because I assumed that i go through his filmography and find something good there and go, look, we can point to that and say, you know what? Maybe David Ayer mm-hmm. fucked up this whole script and also his performance. Hey, listen, No, Ian. guy's just a nobody. Well, no, he had. he's in two episodes of Narcos Mexico and, you know, he has a name in that. He does have a name in that. Which means something. Something, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is so bad in this movie. It we say the opening scene starts with him and his wife in bed. Yeah, there's just it looks like two strangers. Yeah, there's not a slither of uh, chemistry. No, like what is going on here? Who wrote this? It, was it did a child write this? There's it's, no tension. There's no no chemistry with yeah. everyone. Did Shia, they just use the first take? Yeah, Shia LaBeouf has chemistry with him, and that's because LaBeouf is giving him chemistry. His chemistry with the audience, he like does. the viewers, he's so so good. Yeah, everything interesting about this movie is Shia LaBeouf related. And it's I, actually crazy. And I know we are such fans of LaBeouf, and yeah. the only, like, as I said, the trailer for The ca- Tax Collector is why we went, hey, yeah. let's watch those two career-defining movies that we haven't watched before, mm. Peanut Butter Falcon and Honey Boy, Honey because Boy. everyone was talking about it, there was loads of buzz about them, yeah. loved them yeah. so much that we were just enamoured with Shia LaBeouf, we were considering LaBeoufing our faces, we, we were going to put... I'm still considering it. I still want to go back and watch Fury now. Yeah, me too. And that is a David Ayer movie, this is actually, that's the only reason why I think Ed... Shadow both came back is because he's like, hey, I made a good movie with him before. Yeah. You're going to cast my buddy John Bernthal in this new movie? He's I, like, oh, maybe. Yeah, oh, and then yeah. He rocked we'll up circle a, back to that, yeah. Shia. And then he rocked up and Bobby Soto was there being like, hi, Shia, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, we we need to talk about his gangster voice. <laughs> he's not intimidating in the slightest. Like, never. <laughs> hey, you better pay up. We were saying... <coughs> <coughs> Got the worst hay fever. You know what, guys? You better... Oh, 
<laughs> you you at better one, pay up. At one stage, he gets bitch slapped and he nearly like gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah, he's, yeah, and he's, there's like a, a tear in his eye. Oh my god, he's he's not intimidating in the slightest. Shia LaBeouf lost loads of weight for this role, yeah. and his piercing features are scary. He's terrifying. He's smaller than most people that he intimidates in this movie. Every- and I fully believe he'd take them and he, he could throw down and they, the fear in their eyes yeah. looks genuine. Every other person in this movie is taller than Shia LaBeouf and he's intimidating and heavier. them. heavier. And heavier. Except David. David's smaller <laughs> than him. Shia LaBeouf is deliberately shrunk down to look small, intimidating, menacing because he's on that, what's the diet? Ketogenic he's diet. He's on that ketogenic diet. One of the most interesting things about this movie is that like, Shia LaBeouf's on a ketogenic diet. Yeah. Well, Creeper is Creeper. on a ketogenic diet and he's meditating in the morning. He's yeah. doing his uh, oh, mindfulness. 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 And yet he's a murdering bastard at the yeah. same time. Like I'm telling you, there's a point where David, I won't like ruin it, but yeah. David's like, no, nah, I don't think we can kill this guy. And Shia LaBeouf's like, don't give me blue balls, man. I yeah. want to fucking, I want to kill this guy. I want it. I want it. I want it. And then he's he's off going, well, you know, I'm on my ketogenic diet. I'm on a diet. ketogenic diet. Practice the mindfulness. Yeah, I, I just want to just wash get out all, get all the all noise. The all the noise before I attack today. I just want to. And then I go. And then I go. Yeah. Also, he's like. Also, he's got he's some Tinder bang- game. He's serious. He's banging like every bird in here. He's like, dude, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And when you watch the movie, you go, I. Assume David Ayer had nothing to do with any of these nuances. (laughs) Shia LaBeouf's like, I'll be in your movie. I'm gonna do the character I want, and I'm gonna talk about my character in certain scenes, and you're just gonna put that in the movie. And you know, David Ayer's like, he just said he'd do the movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think that would work. I really didn't think that would work. Did you read the script? (laughs) Dude, I don't think fucking David Ayer read the script. I don't think he wrote a script. He wrote it in a fever dream. Um, I mean, look, this is all David Ayer's fault. We were looking at this to be like, is there no? No, no, it can't be because he's a great filmmaker. No, he made a great he... version of Suicide Squad that we have no proof of. Uh, this is proof that that movie isn't good. Oh my yes. god! Yeah, yes. it is. Yes, da- but didn't he just make a great movie beforehand? Was it uh, Bright? Bright? Uh, ooh, don't think oh, it wait, was that Bright. Wasn't a, that wasn't that good wasn't at a all, good movie really. actually. Uh, as well, he had made, moments. Hey, but he made Sabotage. That movie that was really, really bad, bad also. As well, he made End of Watch. He made End of Watch. I enjoy End of Watch. He made Fury. He made Fury. I like Fury. He, he wrote his, Training Day. His pinnacle. His pinnacle. Is he wrote Training the Day? Thing he's always like credited 20 for. Twenty years ago now, yeah. whatever. Same like, way. Whenever uh, Michael Bay makes a movie, it says from the director of Black Hawk Down. Yeah. 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 Or now Benghazi. Benghazi and I feel like if we one. went back and watched Black Hawk Down, down it's probably not as good. I have watched it recently. Is it still really good? Yeah, it's still really good. Oh, great. Yeah, but great. it's but it's good now because it's like it's a veritable who's who of Hollywood future stars. Like so many people are in that movie. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, who's the one? Uh, Legolas just dies. Oh, Orlando right Bloom like doesn't dies die at the beginning, right? and it's like what the hell? They are just. <laughs> They, it's like a movie with only male actors and all of them are super famous as well Like the, and they kill anyone who's not white they do and to, by the way to make that movie nowadays would cost hundreds of millions just in actors fees yeah. alone it's insane how many big name actors are in that but this movie like when we're talking about David Ayer's other movies and his less entertaining movies are not so good yeah I'll like, get his I'll get his filmography yeah, up here just but, like, so we can uh, movies look like, at it movies like Bright and Sabotage have some high points or some interesting things I that think you end up enjoying I will say I think Bright more than Sabotage more, more I remember sabotage. feeling um, I, I've felt I don't know I was offended by how bad Sabotage was also Sabotage 
uh, he was director writing and producing it as well. But anyway. Uh, so maybe when he has his fingers in every pie, that's when it gets really bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. He uh, he didn't write Bright, and that's not great. That's not great. That's yeah. not great at all. But hey, he executive produced Birds of Prey, so it means he did nothing yeah, to do with that. That movie's okay. Yeah. Um, and he's doing The Dirty Dozen, a remake of The Dirty Dozen. Like, who, like whoever hired him, did you not watch his last movie? Because wouldn't you think you would do that? You look at someone's CV, you look at their resume, mm. and you go, okay, well, the guy wrote Training Day 2001. I wasn't far off. 19 no. years ago. Yeah. Was the pinnacle of his career was 19 years ago. Oh, shit. He also wrote The Fast and the Furious. I didn't know that. <laughs> what? Same year he wrote Training Day, he wrote The Fast and the Furious. Wow. I understand. All well, his... then that's his pinnacle, obviously. Yeah. All his bad ideas went into The Fast and the Furious, yeah, and definitely. all his good ideas into Training Day. He wrote SWAT. Remember that movie? Yeah, with uh, Colin Farrell. With Colin Farrell. A Samuel L. Jackson. A young, um, oh, what's his name? Jeremy Renner. Isn't Jeremy Renner in He's that? the bad guy. He's the bad guy, yeah. Yeah. He's the bad SWAT guy. Yeah. Cool, he, LL Cool J did the album, didn't he? Did he? Gemma with Samuel L. I Jackson. I seen that in the cinema, and I was such a kid that I went out. I came out of the cinema. I seen it with my dad. Yeah. And I was like, that was amazing. And my uh-huh. dad was like... No, it wasn't. <laughs> you, oh. know, you know when your parents should be like, yeah, it was, good on your buddy. My dad was like, no, it wasn't. No, I, it wasn't. I had that with... Every sh- time I came out with Babe, Pig in the City or whatever <laughs> like that, I was like, that's the best movie I've ever seen. And my dad was like, no, it wasn't. I'm like, Give me, let, let me have something here. That was like when I went to see Troy and I turned to my dad and I went, that was the greatest movie ever. And he went, yeah, it was. And yes, high-fived me. That's and what th- I wanted. And even today, I still watch Troy and I go, this is the greatest movie ever. I actually really enjoy Troy. I really enjoy Troy too. I only watched it again wrestler recently. Wrestler Brad, Brad Pitt. He's oh. got that wrestler body. Yeah, he does. Like, he looks like he could life. suplex someone, mm. which is so cool. Um, so yeah, he's got a problematic filmography when yeah. you look at it. It's <laughs> so inconsistent. Yeah, it's pretty awful. And I don't know how he's still on the Dirty Dozen. Like, after the tax collector Spectre. comes out, surely anyone who's looking to hire him in the future is kind of... Surely you're taking steps back, you know? This, this movie is horrifically bad. Yeah. I, it's hard to say. Like We were talking about... Before we started the podcast, we were talking about how we could review this. Mm-hmm. And we hate it so much that if I heard someone else talk about it like this, I go, ah, there's something weird there. Yeah. Like, I don't believe that it's that bad. Like, yeah. they're, they're biased. Maybe they hate Shia LaBeouf or they hate the lead actor or they, yeah. or they just hate gangster movies, maybe. Yeah. It's not that at all. It's, it's just a bad movie. And if you don't believe us, please watch, watch it. Watch it. Yeah. It's not, watch it. It's 90 minutes. Yeah. It's 90, 90 minutes long. It's 95 minutes long. To not make a movie entertaining in 95 minutes is so bad we've been using the same phrase for a while now yeah. tight 90 tight 90 like, oh that was a tight 90 yeah that was awesome you know like, what there's so- not an ounce of fat this yeah. is all fat it's all terrible all of it except for Shia LaBeouf there's no action until like, literally the last his body half doesn't have a shred of fat either yeah no because he's on that ketogenic, ketogenic diet yeah he's shoving carrots up people's butts <laughs> yeah. he sure does yeah He's awesome. Good on him. Good on Out him. Out of context, that's a weird statement, but I don't care. Well, watch the movie or don't. I recommend the second one. I, I can't. There's a point in this movie where if I wasn't reviewing it for the podcast, I would have turned it off. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. It's uh, just at the start of the third act, I would yeah. say. Basically, as we're ramping into the third act, I was like, I'm ready to switch this off There's right now. There's a decision that's made. Yeah. Where if I was a producer of that movie, yeah. I'd go, oh, reshoot. Yeah, reshoot if that If I was now. in the editing bay and I'm sitting down and yeah. they're like, oh, here's what we got so far. Mm-hmm. And they've just put it all together. The, the, shot- sem- the assembly cut, as they yeah. say. 
There'd be one point where I go reshoots. Yeah. That was the worst decision that could possibly be made. Yeah. The worst. The worst. The absolute worst decision. Yeah. Reshoot now. Make this get- went from a one star movie to a zero star movie exactly. with that one decision. Exactly. And you know, it's it. This movie was made in 2018, which means it's been edited for two years, or they've August. been sitting on it for two years. First of all, it was filmed in one month. Yeah. And it was uh, it finished filming in August 2018. So mm. this film, I say six months easily post production done. Yeah, easily. Like it could be done faster. Like Steven Soderbergh would have had that out and all. Like that guy, <laughs> that guy edits as he films. Like yeah. nearly by the end of the shoot, he's almost got the finished, uh, the the film finished. Oh, also, this, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, but also we were saying like we were thinking there's going to be a lot edited out of this movie. Like we feel like a lot's on the cutting room floor. Yeah. If it was shot one month, maybe there's not that much on the maybe cutting room not. floor. It does feel like there's actually right at the. Like five minutes in, we noticed that his top there's a, there's a scene where the gangster, the main, the lead guy, David. leaves leaves his house wearing something, and then the next shot he's wearing a completely different outfit, mm. and we're going, oh, I think I bet we, this we scene nearly that's connected, later, yeah, yeah we connected there. scenes where we go, oh, I think that was taken out there and put there. Yeah. They shuffled it around a bit. Um, it's trash it's all the trash. way through. There's no. It's so quiet throughout the whole movie, and every music or sound design or scoring that they have, it's awful. Now, if it was quiet, but Aaron Sorkin wrote the script, yeah. you're like, this is amazing because so the tense. dialogue is just fantastic. It's musical. It's pure crap. Like I, I, I feel like I'm biased, but I'm not biased. Yeah. And no. we also like we were so high in the trailer. Yeah, we were. So if you don't believe what we're saying here, you should watch the trailer. Yeah. But I do feel like if anyone else spoke to me about a certain movie like that I'd be like you hate a certain actor because my dad does that with uh, since I'm just like harping on about my dad yeah. he would say oh I hate Will Farrell." so like any movie that stars Will Farrell is like that's an awful movie and my, I go oh I connect that with your hatred for Will Farrell. Yeah. I'll never believe any review of any Will Farrell movie my dad doesn't like Tom Hardy because he can't understand Tom Hardy in movies he says, yeah. he, he says he always puts on an accent and he can never understand what he's saying so whenever I'm like oh Tom Hardy's in it he should like, watch Capone Compo- he'd feel I, like a I, fool I told him I was like you should watch Capone then because you'll love it <laughs> He was like, well, I actually love it. And I went, no, his accent's the worst it's ever been in that. And he was like, what? I'm like, yeah, for sure. Also, it cost 30 million to make this movie. Where is that? It felt like it was made on an iPhone. Where's where where does that money gone? It went on Shia LaBeouf's tattoo. By the way, Shia, why did you ruin your perfectly good chest? I know. For this trashy movie. So I, I don't know if I I say a lot of people have seen the pictures, mm. but he just got this massive chest tattoo. It, it encompassed his whole chest yes, and it has creeper written on it it's a horrific tattoo he got it for this role uh, when do we see it once do, in one scene and do we see it clearly nah it's through like a mm, yeah. yeah it's it was a bad decision it was a terrible terrible decision that's why he should get a a, a spin off film just so we can make use of that tattoo before yeah exactly he, before he has to get paid to have it laser removed he should he should have talked to Mark Wahlberg yeah. before that because Mark Wahlberg's always talking about all the tattoos he's got lasered off yeah. and he should have talked to Ben Affleck and asked him how's your career going since you got the big massive phoenix on your back and then Anna de Armas walks in he goes never mind I'll yeah, leave like, yeah going really well I can see okay yeah. I'm out of here um, yeah it's did we say by the way that David Ayer wrote, wrote Directed, directed and, and produced. produced. Did we say that? No, we. I, well, like every element. Yeah, we said it was all down to him, but I don't think we officially said. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this is David. We were, we were alluding to. Yeah, it. this is David Ayer's movie. This is the 100%. movie he wanted to make. This is exactly his vision, and it's terrible. So anybody who's hashtagging release the Ayer cut, your homework is mm. to watch this movie. Yeah, and, and then see 
what you feel like. Yeah, watch, See what that, what's the hashtag after that? Watch this movie and tell me, please, tell me why we should still release the error yeah. code. And then watch Bright and watch Sabotage. Yeah, and then tell me why we should release yeah. the error code. Or why you believe that it's amazing. Yeah. That's what I want to know. And also, I should say, there's two UFC fighters in this. <laughs> there's Brian Ortega and there's Brandon Schaub. There's nice so that many. You consider him a UFC fighter, not a comedian now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I made my choice. Okay. Yeah, and I, I stand see, by I it. I um, Brian Ortega is a UFC fighter. He's got a proper role in this movie. I feel like they were just handing out roles for this movie. It's fucking like you weird. could have won a role for this movie in yeah. like the local lottery. You know what I? I, I could have t- been in this movie. When you told me. He was in UFC. I was like, oh, that's why he's a bad actor. What's Bobby Soto's excuse? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, he's a career actor and he's terrible. Mm. Everything about this movie. It's on 18% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Deserves to be lower. Um, Yeah, it does. It's so, so bad. And again, like I said, everyone comes out of this movie looking bad, except Shia LaBeouf. Because every scene, every second he is on screen, he's awesome. He is lifting so much weight yeah. and it's so sad to see him in such a crap yeah. movie he you gotta see his intensity it yeah. scares the shit out of me it's terrifying in a bad movie I get sucked in whenever he's in it it, it just shows it's a credit to his acting ability that it he is. can lose all that weight and be even more intimidating scary. I also like like it's kind of shit that the build up to this movie was all about Shia LaBeouf's doing brown face or whatever it is which was it's completely incorrect yeah, it's incorrect he's very clearly just a Caucasian guy who grew up on the streets yeah he's just yeah. Gr- he's just grown up in that environment he's so he's up. adopted certain styles yeah. and a certain way of talking it, he's not trying to be yeah. Latino or anything like no. that also we're sorry that the uh, the only person we're complimenting in this movie is the white guy but he is literally the only one in this movie who's doing a good job George Lopez a famous comedian and uh, Latino actor terrible terrible in this movie as well and see the thing is I would give them an out because David Ayer gave them nothing to work with yeah. except for Bobby Soto because yeah. I just don't I, no matter how bad the script is mm-hmm. he's awful in he this is. movie also if you're seeing Shia LaBeouf and he's giving all this to his character that leaves the window for all of you to go well maybe I'll do this with my character maybe I want inspiring. to do this inspiring, inspiring. when yeah. you see him doing such great work yeah. you go I, I, if I was on set and I was Bobby Soto I'd be like oh fuck I need to get some acting steroids yeah, I, need I, to, I need to up my game I need to think of something to make my character more interesting first day on set the whole night I wouldn't sleep I'd be in front of the mirror doing all my scenes and go how would Shia approach this if yeah. he was playing my character yeah. after that one day also, just seeing him there, cauliflower ear, yeah. head shaved, standing like this, like an absolute boss. You see, just a peak of his tattoo. Yeah. Like, Whoa, the dedication. Yeah. He's got the full he's suit on. He's definitely on a ketogenic diet. He is. He's definitely embodying that character. He looks awesome. He, he's spectacular in such a shit shit movie. I know. I know. It's terrible. It really I would is. give this movie one out of seven point five, and I hate doing that. Yeah. When you see such great work from Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. He's great. He's great in this movie. Also, when I was talking to my friends about Shia LaBeouf, I was surprised at how many of them were like, oh yeah, I had a serious crush on him when I was growing up. And I'm like, really? I've heard the same thing. I've heard uh, Holes. Holes, yeah. I've heard loads of younger girls going, oh, when Holes was out, I was like, oh my God. I'm like, his hole or your hole? Get in my holes, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I just I didn't realize that. But now, I mean, now I'm all over the Shire yeah, now, train. Like, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Subscribe hard to that. Any day of the week. I yeah. just need to look into my eyes, you know. But here's the thing. We uh, we watched the Hot Ones episode. We've spoken about it before of Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. And Many he, times. And yeah. he talks about being on the set of Fury and how they were all kind of doing crazy stuff and one-upping yeah. each other. Which makes me think that that's definitely what he was going for with this. Where he was oh, totally. He was trying to elevate everyone. And he inspired nobody. It, no it felt one. like everyone was like, just give me the paycheck. Come on, yeah. come on, come on. Exactly. But Bobby Solo, worse than everyone else. I actually, when I watched the movie, I was thinking, on the first day of set, like, when Bobby Soto mm. and Shia LaBeouf do a scene together, how is the director not going, you, you know the way Peter Jackson, he's yeah. famous for going, oh, uh, I'm after getting this guy to do three months of training, but I need to recast him. I need to recast him, yeah. In the, or what was it? Ryan Gosling in Lovely Bones. Yeah. Ryan Gosling put on 50 pounds. He's drinking Haagen-Dazs after yeah. Haagen-Dazs. Looked awful to play the father of Saoirse Ronan. In the Lovely and Bones. And then, like, so close to shooting. Uh, Peter Jackson went ah he looks still too young let's get Mark Wahlberg in there who probably was ripped as well you know he, I've seen that movie Mark Wahlberg does not look fat at all no. he's still ripped Mark Wahlberg and at one stage he gets beaten up by fucking Stanley Tucci yeah <laughs> he I, gets beaten I, up by Stanley Tucci don't believe that and you're like don't believe uh, that yeah, I, especially with his uh, criminal record don't yeah. believe that and Ryan Gosling is like he he talks about that all the time he's like, an absolute professional though. Yeah. obviously he's like oh well I need to look a bit older yeah. so let's just drink Hagen yeah but he was like I, I, he even takes <laughs> out on himself he's like oh yeah it was my fault and everything it's like no it was not your fault right and who was the guy is it like Pete Townsend that was supposed to play Aragorn Aragorn yeah yeah. and uh, I'm not sure that was like the first day of shooting or something like that he was doing sword training for months and months Viggo Mortensen came in late Look at even uh, Back to the Future. They shot like half the movie half the with a different whoa, with, a, oh with a different actor, yeah. and then they were like, "Oh, oh, we made we made a massive mistake. We need to get Michael J. Fox in here." My whole point though is that yeah. David Ayer, first day of shooting, went, "Oh my God, fuck this, mm-hmm. Bobby Soto. Sorry about you, but mm-hmm. you're terrible. Off my set, you go. Let's get someone else in there. Anybody would have been better. Never mind that." Did he never speak to Bobby Soto about his acting? Like, never mind recasting. Okay, sure. Maybe you don't want to recast him because you only have a $30 million budget for the movie. Mm-hmm. You pull him aside and you're like, Bobby, you need to step up your fucking game because you're terrible in every scene. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, not, not in a Stanley Kubrick way, though. No, Be like maybe a Quentin Tarantino way. He talks, he... he talks about, like, Jamie Foxx talks about being pulled up by Quentin Tarantino all the time on the set of Django Unchained. Or, you know? do you know what? What about you talk to Charlotte Buff and say, can you say something yeah. to Bobby? Because you're a great actor and I think you could inspire him. Well, sorry, you talk to Creeper. But can you keep, yeah, you can you keep Creeper, Creeper and you can be like, vibes. He'd be like, can you tell Shia, can you tell Shia to help uh, Bobby with his acting? Yeah, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Yeah. What you gonna do if I don't do it? <laughs> and you're like, okay. Oh, okay, Shia. How's the ketogenic I'm diet I'm so going? scared and aroused at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I must... I would be tempted to tell my friends who had a crush on Shia LaBeouf to watch this movie and see how they react yeah, to it. Yeah, I wonder. I think they'd still. I think they'd yeah. be still into it. But also, I'm like, I don't want to put you guys through that. It's shockingly <laughs> it's bad. It's shockingly bad. It's 95 minutes long. It was too long. It took me ages to watch the movie. Yeah, it's a bad actor buffet. This movie, it really is. This, it's horrible to say, but just made me just want to go onto Facebook. You yeah. know that way. Yeah, and just rant. My rant fingers and rave. just no, no. My fingers just wanted to scroll. Oh right. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like that thing is just like scrolling through Twitter. Yeah. Like, I hate that. I hate when I, I hate that I still do that, but I hate that. Hey. You know when you watch a movie and all you want to do is just look up anything else. You just want it. You need some other stimulus. That's yeah. the problem. You're, You're like, like I'm not getting anything from it's this. It's your fault I'm like this. Yeah. You know, totally yeah. victim blaming. <laughs> but at the same time, it's totally fair. I could watch The Irishman. 
yeah. three and a half hour long movie, and yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. This is great. I'm gonna go home right now and watch Drive again <laughs> for like the fourth time at this stage. It goes down so easy. Yeah, and then this, this shite. Oh, it's awful. And again, I don't think like the takeaway from this is. I don't know how you can ask for the air cut. Yeah. Which is why Straight to Series would like to officially announce its support for the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. We support you, Schumacher. Joel, we love you, buddy. R.I.P. We see that Val is coming to... Rest in penis. Rest in penis, buddy. We see that Val is coming to the DC fandom on the 22nd of August. We hope Mm. he's bringing a cut. We, we hope, hope he's bringing a set of bat nipples. A set of bat nipples. More button nipples for me, That's please. That's it. That's what we want. Button yeah. nipples. So, Joel. And more Jim Carrey. More Jim Carrey. And being more, Jim Carrey. And more uh, Tommy Lee Jones being upset with Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please. Please. I beg of you. Um... Yeah. And, and David Ayer, you can take you can take a yeah. backseat. Yeah, so the Straight to Series podcast officially endorses the Schumacher Cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we can put David Ayer to work on Bright 2. Whatever. Yeah. Just yeah. keep him busy. Yeah, whatever. Keep him busy. Have Max Landis write a script for him. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even have to make it good. Just like, make it five pages of just Fucking, loose yeah, ideas. Yeah. And David Ayer will have yeah. a field day with that. He'll love it. Orc Rebellion. <laughs> That's what he'll write. And he'll just Will Smith being cool. Will Smith, Last Fairy, or whatever the fuck the thing was. He could use a wand, the wand or something. I don't know. Oh, man. Anyway. It, it went in and out. <laughs> like Chinese food. Like, anyway. Joel, like Joel Schumacher. Um, okay, let's do- <laughs> nice. talk. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we're going to move on to a movie we enjoyed. No, we did enjoy. Yeah, we did we enjoy, did enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Now, next to the tax collector, I would enjoy almost anything. I'd enjoy a woman shitting on my te- chest next well, to the tax collector. Well, I was going to say torture porn, but okay. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. A Boston steamer right there on your chest. <laughs> Is that what it's called? I don't know. Okay. Just came to that, can't, that sounds right, though. It does sound right, doesn't yeah. it? If someone asked me for a Boston steam. steamer... I just want to see the steam. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I can feel the warmth there oh, on my chest. so horrible. It'll be awful. <laughs> anyway, Project Power... Um, yeah, Project Power is the new Netflix movie that just came out the 14th of August. Yeah, we learned about it, what, five weeks ago? Four or five weeks Netflix ago? Netflix do this. Yeah. They just drop it, like, with big names. Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levin. This is the type of movie where, you know, a, a lot of uh, Netflix movies ago that would get lost yeah. in, in a cinema. I think this might be able to fend off a, a bit of competition. Mm. It's hard to tell right now in this, yeah. uh, this climate. Not if it was pitted against a Marvel movie. Well, nothing, nothing really, yeah. yeah, you know. But like, yeah, I mean, it might have done. It might have been a okay. Slow week. Yeah, and a slow week. I think week, this would have made money. But I don't think it would be box office sensation. No. My argument would be though, uh, we wouldn't get this movie the way it is now if it was released to the platforms because this movie is R rated. Yeah. Like the violence and the uh, like special effects and the makeup of all and the I stuff that goes on. I appreciate all these elements you're describing. Totally. Like, it's it's outstanding how well they've done. It only has an $85 million budget and all of that if, money is on screen. If you look at the tax collector yeah. and $30 million went into that, yeah. I swear, I, I would look at that movie and go, that could have cost $5 million. When yeah. you actually look at the, some of those movies that only cost $5 million to make, yeah. I'm like, that could have cost $5 million. Totally. This movie... 85 million, it astonishes me. I would have said at least 100 million, maybe 120. When you consider something like Wolverine Origins yeah. costs 150 million to make. How? And then you look at um, Project, uh, Project Power, Power and inflation by like another uh, 10 years of inflation? Yeah. 85 million. These directors did some serious heavy lifting. They and did. We should call I them I appreciate them. Yeah. I, also, the directing style, the angles that they use. Really good. They just. They embrace Louisiana. 
Yeah, New Orleans specifically. The yeah. city of New Orleans pops. And, you know, we. it's funny because every week we do this and we kind of put two movies together sometimes at random. Yeah. And then we actually notice afterwards is there's a lot of comparisons you can draw. So for this one, like... L.A. is clearly they're trying to make it a character in, uh, the tax in the tax collector. And it just isn't there. It's all beige. It's all plain. And if it is there, it's very undecided. Yeah. Is it a good place? Is it a bad place? Do There's we... not a single location that's no. interesting. We were saying it could have been all filmed on a set. It, it's not dynamic in any way. It's like, it, do we love it, L.A.? Yeah. Do we hate L.A.? Is L.A. a terrible place? Is it a great place? Either you way, know? it doesn't embrace it. No. Whether it's going to be negative or positive. Whereas this is a love letter to New Orleans. It's shot beautifully. They pick some amazing looking, interesting locations. They, where you're like, that's that's just fantastic. Look at that. If When you walk by there, you're like, oh yeah, this is a scene in a movie for sure. Yeah. Like, this is a love letter to New Orleans. It's its own character. Joseph Gordon-Levitt walks around in a Saints jersey the whole time. Looking it, badass. He's Great. badass in this. But to stay on point, they even reference uh, Katrina and all yeah. this stuff, you know? Joseph Gordon-Levitt says, when was the last time men in suits stood up for New Orleans where we tried to have them look after New Orleans? You and know? I should say that of the 85, it's 85.1, so specific that I believe it. You I know believe I mean? it, yeah. So it costs 85.1 million to make. Yeah. They spent 80.4 million in Louisiana specifically. Yeah. So that just shows you how much of a love letter it is to the, to the city. Oh, absolutely. Or yeah. to the location. And, but then like... Like that's a huge amount of the budget to spend is. in just one location. And there's only one scene in this entire movie where the CGI doesn't hold up. I would say. And it, it's a scene where you're like it, th- that kind of thing yeah. never holds up. Like what 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 you're trying to do there never works. It, it never, never works. And never do, looks good. I do appreciate that they kind of hide it a bit. They do. They, they do a good job. Steam. There's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. The, uh, the camera's a bit shaky. I'm like, okay, yeah. I understand they're probably just trying to hide some blemishes yeah they do a good job where they're like we know this doesn't look great yeah but we still wanted to do it anyway so we're gonna do our best as filmmakers to hide it but then there's certain scenes where i go this is better than something like black panther to cost yeah. 180 to 200 million oh, to 100%. make 100 like and i mean many leagues above many when many. it comes to cgi when it, and it's cost 85 million to make and it's a netflix movie when it comes to cgi and dynamic action as well like the entire third act of black panther just using it as an example oh, falls apart completely. It falls apart. It redoes. Really it's awful. And the CGI just yeah. shits in your eyes. It's yeah. it's 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 awful. crap. It's, it's god awful. Everything's weight it has no weight to it. Yeah. Everything everything has no weight and also everything looks like a video game. You know when someone throws a punch. Way. I'm like, there's no impact. There's yeah. no impact. They, they both look like they're just floating now, on a green screen. We, Black Panther has some great fight scenes as well. The yeah. one in the casino, the one on the waterfall. The casino is fantastic. Yeah. The waterfall. Talk about impact. Yeah, exactly. But, but they're not CGI characters. Not CGI of course, characters. you can see it. And the same in the casino. Like yeah. you can see it. Um, but in this, it's like all of the scenes, even scenes that heavily rely yeah. on CGI. But because so it's all rated as well, it really helps. It does It help. really helps because we can get to see some blood. We can get yeah. to see a bit of guts as well. A times. lot of guts And sometimes. it doesn't really lean into it too much. So when you do see it, it's you go, shocking. okay, someone's hand gets shot off and it it's gruesome. You just yeah. see it. And I'm like, oh, they, they just showed that. There's times in The Tax Collector where it gets incredibly violent yeah. all of a sudden nowhere. I've a muted reaction no. to it. Don't even care. It doesn't even doesn't even bring me oh, back into me. the movie. I just went, oh, we're doing this now. Okay. And that's why I appreciate the film like Drive. Yeah. Because it's 
shot so beautifully. You got that amazing soundtrack, and then all of a sudden he's stomping a guy's a head in guy's an elevator. Soup, yeah. and I'm like, whoa! It's so visceral because yeah. it's um, what's the word? The contrast is yeah. so vast. Exactly. You know, and that's what I love. Also, just because we're talking about that specific scene. Mm-hmm. Think about the start of that scene where the lights go down and he makes out with Carrie. Carrie. Is that Carrie Mulligan? Yeah, is no, it, it is Carrie Mulligan? Mulligan. Yeah, yeah, Carrie Mulligan. And the music comes in and it's just this beautiful romantic All scene. All this tension that and they've been building it up. It also makes it's very much it's dreamlike. Take, yeah, it takes yeah. you out of the reality for a second. Yeah. And then the lights come back on and then he's stomping a guy's head and turning it into ice cream, you know, yeah. on the ground. And that compa- that uh, comparison mm-hmm. and the the contrast is yeah. so crazy yeah. that you're like, holy shit, i just mm-hmm. seen something there. I just felt so many emotions right there all in the space of a minute, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Where my interest didn't peak at all. Like, if you see my heart rate mm-hmm. through tax collector, it's so low. It's low. Actually, you, you'd, be, you'd be worried about my me. My Fitbit called an ambulance when <laughs> yeah. I was watching it. That's how low my heart rate was during Please that help. fucking movie. Yeah. Um, Where, yeah, Project Power, it is very dynamic. Now, at the same time, I don't think it's a great movie. I think it's an okay movie. Script issues. A lot of script issues. Yeah. At the same time, like, it's a nice movie to get in this current climate where the virus that shall not be named Mm -hmm. has all the cinemas closed and there's just a massive drought. This is, this kind of pops. And we should say the music. Music is is awesome. Everybody is cool as fuck in this movie. Everyone is so cool. And I appreciate it. Me too. It's not like, it's not like false coolness where you're like, hey, yo, bro, the way I feel like Charlize Theron in the old guard and I go, this is weird and this dialogue is not realistic at all. Yeah. You could say in Project Power, sometimes the dialogue's not realistic, but the actors are so fucking cool. So charismatic. And so convincing. Yeah. The scene, it's in the trailer. We mm-hmm. were talking about the scene this before we started the podcast. Yeah. Jamie Foxx just looks at the camera and goes, Ooh. <laughs> and you're like, me, as a short white guy, <laughs> could never do that and make it cool. <laughs> never, never in my entire yeah. life could I be cool enough to look straight down the barrel of the camera and go, Ooh, and the, the fucking sass off that man I was like yeah, yeah. you fine shy who like yeah. oh my god Jamie no, I'm you 50 year old dime piece yeah you are you fine it's like yeah it's so cool David Diggs would be right at home in this as opposed yes. to in Snowpiercer yeah. yeah this is exactly what he needed this is the level of cool that he brings to that I role. like that that yeah. would be a great casting him he, in this movie get I, him in the sequel get him in the sequel if this, there is a sequel look, which this, I I hope for a sequel. I hope for a sequel, I, and I hope that the old guard can maybe be pushed back while they actually do embrace the Project, Project Power. Power. Yeah, I think this is ten times better than the old guard. I know that we're using the old guard as a comparison, but it's for a, a lot. Mo- for a lot, but <laughs> when it, it comes it, to Netflix, especially in look, action movies, look, it's a Netflix action movie that I think is completely overrated. Still, still. Okay. On Let's look at point. this year, okay? Yeah. If we were to rate the main three action movies that I think of when I think of mm. Netflix in 2020, I go Extraction is number one just because of how interesting the action is shot. Yeah. And it's just, it is fantastic. Like, the movie has problems, mm-hmm. sure, but the action yeah. is just out of this world. Another movie out with great locale as well. Yeah. yeah. Really is. Like, what a character. Yeah. yeah. Bangladesh. Bangladesh, yeah. And then I'd go Project Power. 100%. And then I would go the old guard. guard the boring plain old, old guard. guard yeah 80% and I know we're wrong like we're yeah. wrong compared to the world yeah but, but I actually think the world is wrong I think the world is wrong world listen up yeah we'll be proved right in years to come trust mm-hmm. me uh, when we read all those articles about re- re-examining the old guard yeah. in modern times mm. or whatever the hell it is but uh, maybe that was slightly problematic yeah I don't know Um, but Project Power is 
So good. And what we were saying is, like, everyone is so cool. Like, Jamie Foxx kills it in every scene. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's playing, like, a boring cop character. Like, the character in the script where you're like, oh, this could just be, like, plain normal you guy. Mean you mean The Dark know? Knight Rises? Yeah, exactly. He's playing The Dark Knight Rises character. And he's awesome. But he's awesome. But he's doing no, a twist he's, on he's it. he's great in The Dark Knight Rises, yeah. even though I'm not the biggest fan of that movie. No, he is very good in that. But he is even better. He's, he, he's just got more charisma. There's some more flavor to him. He's so charismatic, and even though he doesn't have to, he is trying to do character things. He's in it, which funny, is cool. he's and so- there's some things where you're like, that could be lame, but because Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. it's actually great. And Jamie Foxx, like, he's so good in this movie. He's too cool for school. He's so cool. But we should talk about Dominique Fishback. That's what I wanted because I don't want you guys to think we're ignoring her because she we're is just leaving the best for last. The best for last. She is the best part of this movie. She schooled me. She schooled because me. Because when I watched the trailer, I was like, hmm. I'm not going to like her. I'm that, not going to like I her. I had the exact same I, reaction. I thought so. Yeah, I'm going to like, oh, she, what's her thing? She raps? Yeah. Whatever. It, just seemed, it seemed cliche. It does. That's what I did. And I was schooled and I gladly would eat those words. Me I, too. But I have eaten them. Yeah, I've eaten no. them. I, I apologize, Dominique, for judging you on a bad trailer. Yeah. Ja- bad trailer in terms of portraying you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she's awesome. I'm invested in her story completely. Uh, her she pops in every every scene she's in, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt has said himself that mm. she's the favorite, his favorite element well, of this movie. Also, uh, when you're with Jamie Foxx, very talented actor, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, incredibly talented actor. Sorry, they're both incredibly talented yeah. actors. You know, for, for they're both award-winning actors. That's an intimidating duo to work with, and she holds her own in every scene. She holds really does, and steals scenes from the two of them. Also, can we just address the fact that she can act in front of the gorgeous Jamie Foxx? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she had to have been sweating. Yeah, like, I, in, I was in, sweating in the presence watching it. of that cool motherfucker yeah. who can also play piano and sing. Like he's the voice of an angel. He's got such a great yeah. voice. Yeah, like how is he not singing in every movie? Jamie Foxx. I look at him and I'm like, "There's a guy that fucks." You know, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, there's a guy that fucks. There's a guy that smashes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, look, everyone's cool in this movie, and the CGI is great and better than. It almost should be. And we should talk about the actual cool element of it, which is a pill that gives you a power for five minutes. It's like a drug. And they're all based on animals as well, we find out. Yeah, we find out. um, Even the pill looks cool and interesting. And you get to see, and this this isn't a spoiler. No. You kind of get to see what it's doing, the chemical reaction within someone's body. You see the cells and all, like, bursting. Yeah. It's so fun, but we should talk about the damage. We should. This is a cool move, interesting move that I did not expect. Neither did I. And it's it takes it into such a new level. So it's an experimental pill and people get these powers for five minutes. For five minutes. Which is very cool as well because yeah. they, they have to time themselves. Because yeah. if you can, if you're, say, bulletproof or mm-hmm. you're strong, that's about to wear off in yeah. five minutes. You, so you want to you change whatever strategy yeah. you're, you you've know, taken. You want to yeah. know when that's running out. Okay, I won't get shot in the face now. Yeah. But like... It's cool. Like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you see it in the trailer if you've watched it. He's bulletproof. That's his power. And he gets shot in the side of the head. And this is, like, the first trailer. Like, this is there. And I think they released a clip This is the money shot. This is the money shot for the whole movie. This is what sold me. Me too. I must say, in the trailer, I was like, that looks fun. It looks amazing, by the way. Him getting shot in the head looks amazing. One of the best shots in the whole thing. It's like they they actually use, like, some air pressure thing. Yeah. To to put ripples on his face because it looks like like the gunshot that... The, the impact, the, the, yeah. whatever you would call that. No, no, the impact. Oh, well, the, you have the explosion. The pressure from the shot because it's yeah. very close to his face. You just see his whole face ripple with yeah. the shock shockwave. Shockwave, yeah. You even see, like, the blast powder on the side of his head from being shot from that close. But, yeah, he and 
even after his skin is unbreakable and he's super tough for now but even throughout the entire movie after that he's got a red eye he's got a damage here he's yeah, got like, like a it scar. still slightly penetrates yeah. his skull mm-hmm. and it's just so cool because then once you see that and you go okay so you still have some collective damage yeah even if you use that drug then you see other characters and they've got like scars down their neck yeah. or they've got like a fucked up eye and you go What's, What's their, their power? power yeah. What's the power there, you know? What relates to that damage? Yeah. And sometimes it's so fun when yeah. you actually see then their power. Especially yeah. the dude, uh, Xerxes from yeah, 300. Yeah. On, I think it's like Santino. I, I just want to say his name. Rodrigo Santoro. Santoro. Yeah. He has a massive scar down his neck. And mm. you, throughout the whole movie, I'm like, what's his power? What's the power? What's the power? And then... And I won't say... No. Machine Gun Kelly's power is amazing. It's so cool. And one, one of my of the, favorite scenes. One of the, my favorite scenes too. When you're watching that scene, you're like, this should be a better movie. This yeah. movie. Because it's so good. The directors here, we should call them out because yeah. they, they did an amazing job. Henry Juiced and Ariel Shulman. Shulman, yeah. Yeah. I Let, let me see what they've done actually. Oh, they've done a few movies. The co-director, co-director. Oh, they did Nerve. Is nerve good? Nerve is okay. Okay, it's not great. It actually, it you know it does have some cool camera work though. Okay. Nerve was the one with uh, James Franco's brother. What's his name? Uh, Dave. Dave. Franco. Oh, that's the that's the, I know the one. Uh, you're Emma Roberts. About. It's the game. The game where you like, yeah on the getting, it's like an app or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and you like earn that. more and more as the more bad crazy stuff. It you has do. like purge vibes. Yeah. And um, no, that is a techno thriller adventure oh. is what the, the genre is okay. described as. I assume he's worked with the other guy. Yeah, the, I'd say the entire time. Yeah. So Paranormal Activity Four he made as well, right. and Paranormal Activity Three. Um, these guys need more work. Yeah, they do, and I think they're going to get it after this movie. I would love if they just their next movie is Project Power Two. Yeah, and we just get a better script. Yeah, because when I was watching this movie, and I get this with a lot. Of movies where I go, the concept's amazing, mm-hmm. but everything else is not great. The execution is not there. It's not yet. there. They didn't stick the landing, but this concept is so fun. Yeah. And do you know what? We're you also have everything all... right except the script. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. No, I was just gonna say, well, all these superhero movies mm-hmm. out, like this movie would would struggle, but when you watch it, you go, this is fun and interesting. Yeah. Which says a lot. Mm-hmm. It's because like it's so oversaturated. Because this is kind of like, hey, you're a superhero for five minutes. Yeah. Like that's it. That that's really the concept of the movie. Yeah, it's fun, and I want to see a sequel because that's me thinking we, we can't remake it right away. No, <laughs> we can't reboot it. No, give us a sequel. But that's the thing. I, I want all the the main three actors back. Me too. I I want them back. Definitely Dominique. Definitely Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And and uh, I, I need them and, all. I uh, must Jamie Foxx. I yeah. actually, what a trio. And the daughter, Jamie Foxx's daughter, is mm. like very well acted as well. She's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it's one of those, like, sequels always, you get to do whatever you want in a sequel. People say when you do a trilogy, the second one is normally the best because you can do whatever you want with that, you know? I think now we know all their superpowers. Exactly. So, that's fun. Yes. Uh, well, I, we, w- I won't give away yeah, some yeah. Sort, sort we know, of thing. We know a lot more about the universe now, and when you don't yep. have to establish everything and do the origin, mm-hmm. you can just have fun with it. So, that's yep. what I'd like to see in a sequel. I'd love to see in a sequel, there's a drought. Of the pills. Oh, They're even yeah. harder to come by. Mm, that would be cool. Or even like... Or... There's, they're everywhere. Or or people are just developing... The more you take the pills, some people, it's just making them constantly like that and they can't turn yeah, it off. Yeah, yeah. I would love to... Do you know what? I'd love to investigate, even though this kind of doesn't necessarily relate to the characters. No. Well, actually, it could with Justice Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. There's a new precinct. Yeah. Or new... Uh, 
Division. Division, yeah. The power division. Power division. You know? Yeah, it deals exclusively with that. Yeah, it sounds like the boys. Yeah, it does. It, it does. does sound like the boys. But I'm into it anyway. I'm into it too. And then give them 100 million this time. Mm. Yeah. Or, 120. Or Fuck yeah. it. 120. <laughs> 120. They can, they can spare the cash. Yeah, they're they can. throwing money at directors at the moment. Yeah, there's... 200 million to Joe, uh, the Russo brothers for their next movie? Come on. I think Netflix can uh, tighten... Loosen the purse per yeah. strings on yeah. that. Yeah, no, for Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, they get a new division. Yes, that's like, and then, he's now got loads of experience. And that's uh, if he lives or not. Yeah, that's true. And they don't have pills. They're like, oh yeah, we've we. I meant a government that in version. Like, oh yeah, he might be dead. Maybe he might he's not dead. Be maybe dead. he's alive. Yeah, who, who, knows? who knows? Who knows? Definitely gave something away. Maybe there. I'm his, sorry. <laughs> maybe in his memory they do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, but like they instead of like the government has like oh no the, you don't need the pills anymore we're just gonna give it to you but it's I don't know something like that yeah. you know I like the damage to it I like that the that it, was great that was such a fun do you know what, and it, it, that's those kind of details yeah. that get lost in a bad movie yeah they're like oh no you're just you just have these matter. powers but then yeah. when you think about it like oh yeah if my power was fire and I was on fire all the time after five minutes I'm still on fire yeah so that's bad mm-hmm. you know if I'm bulletproof even if my skin is bulletproof underneath can be damaged as well and the body horror of the yeah. whole thing we were actually saying that Fantastic Four the, the amazing Fantastic Four Fan Four Stick Fan Four Stick made yeah. by the, the the amazing director Josh, Josh Trank. Trank yeah all he he talked about was how he wanted to make an ode to the films like The Fly yeah. where it's all about these horrible physical changes we get none of that in that movie obviously we get nothing from that movie all I get is a limp dick from that movie yeah me too this this is this is that movie this is that you movie know? this is what Josh Trank wanted to do yeah. with this movie it's body horror in a superhero setting and executed amazingly the only problem is yeah. as we said the, the script. script is lacking a bit it's a bit cliche in moments yeah and, get uh, it, get the Marvel scriptwriters in with them, and give them maybe <laughs> X Men and or something like that. Yes, please. And then there's good stuff in this stuff. There is there's good some stuff. good stuff. Dude, I'd say some of the storyboards for all this looked awesome, and they execute on most of them. I would. Yeah, say. I would say I would. Yeah. yeah, when it comes to like the powers and the fighting, the majority of it looks brilliant. Eighty to ninety percent of it, I would say, is yeah. Just as good as you can get. It's on sixty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and if anyone is on the fence about watching it, but you're, of course, experiencing this content drought like we all are, yeah, I would say give it a dip. Yeah, just dip in. Just it's, dip in. it's fun. Yeah, give it a go. There's a bit of a lull in the middle, but once you get past that, yeah. it's it's pretty good. It's 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 decent entertainment. It really I would say is. that. Yeah, and the and the actors will bring you through the boring bits yeah with their charisma they are working hard especially Dominique she's awesome she is brilliant yeah and I just I enjoyed eating those words when I when I first seen her I was like ah I don't know about that but and I'm like she's amazing yeah also her name in it is literally Robin which is a fun superhero thing yeah obviously um yeah, I think that's I mean that's everything I wanted to mention about Mm -hmm. that uh we go into a bit of news yeah, let's talk about some news. Um, so should we start off with John Wick? Mr. John Wick Mr. is going back to work. Yeah, he but is. But double time. Yeah, so uh, John Wick 4 and 5 are going to be shot together now. This is crazy news. Yeah. So, uh, virus that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this wasn't going to happen. This was no. not the original plan. No, it wasn't. Which is just mad to think. Now, yeah. obviously, this means Lionsgate... They were like, yeah, we'll make John Wick 4. We announced it, but we're making a 5. Making like, that five. was always in the back of their head. We gonna get our 5. We gonna get our 5, you hear and me? we're getting a TV series. Now, that was announced, like, 
two years the ago. Continental the Continental TV series. that's eventually gonna yeah. be made. I uh, know, yeah. But what's mad is so The Matrix Four mm-hmm. it's still crazy that that's even happening I as know, well. John yeah. And I was gonna say John Wick can't read. I remember when the Wachowski, he's a busy boy. I remember when the Wachowski brothers were directing Matrix movies. That's how long ago. Yeah, that was a long that's time a long ago. Time ago. Yeah, yeah. Just dead name them. I'm <laughs> I tweeting. Didn't, I didn't I'm dead tweeting. name them. I didn't name cancel, them. Cancel, cancel. I don't even know their new names. Um. Anyway, Lana yeah. Lana and and the other guy. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's worse than what I did. Other person. And the other, other person. Other lady. The Wachowskis. The That's what lady. they go by. The Wachowskis yeah. now. The Wachowskis. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Just knocked off my high horse by yeah, myself. Immediately. Yeah. By myself. Now I'm tweeting about me myself. Cancel me. You were laughing at me. Then you turned around, stepped on a rake <laughs> and hit you in the face. Um, so. John Wick 4 and so, 5. Yeah, Keanu Reeves, what he was going to do was he was going to shoot The Matrix 4 at the start of this year. Yeah. Look, he's just smiling. <laughs> Got that sly look oh, in his face. So funny. Anyway, yeah, yeah. He was going to um, do Matrix 4 this he's year. He's going to do the Matrix 4 this year. And yeah. uh, uh, at the start of this year, and mm-hmm. then midway, probably around now, he was going to start shooting uh, uh, John Wick 4. Yeah. And what happened was the, the virus, virus that shall not, shall be, not named. be named. So yeah. the pandemic happened. Everything everything shut down. Yeah. So the Matrix 4 only resumed filming now. So Lionsgate pushed um, John Wick 4 back a full year mm-hmm. so now they have like a year t- to spare mm-hmm. a-, a year to just like work on things I've they thought let's use that year to write the fifth the one the fifth one which makes it sound like the fourth one was like pretty much ready to go yeah you know when everything shut down oh definitely which like script wise I mean so this is crazy and I actually love when the when film studios go let's, let's do something back to back yeah because I know John Wick actually lines up pretty well yeah but I love when films like you can, go right you can see in. the seams exactly like the right or or, the, or it's seamless. Let's, yeah. maybe I'm saying it wrong. No, I but know. I love when they connect perfectly. Yeah, like the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, exactly. Like it all just flows. It just into streams one. into one. Yeah. yeah, you could watch it all in one go if you were a psychopath. But yeah. And also, I know there's going to be people going. Do we really need a fifth one? Do we we really need a second or third one? Yeah, I no. know. But I'll take them. They're still good. Like they're still good. Yeah, we said off the podcast. Yeah. Until the director, uh, it's not David Leach. He's the one no. who kind of migrated left. after the first one. He did. But the other one, Stan Helsky or something. His I think name that's is. this. Yeah, we might. We should probably look it up. Um, yeah. But uh, until he's like, I don't want to do any more of these. I'm happy to keep watching these get pumped out. You know. Yeah. And. Hopefully they use this time to work on four and five, make the script a little tighter. Because I know, like, Parabellum, I would say the script is a bit weak in places. It could have used a bit more work. Chad Stahelski. Chad Stahelski, yeah. Yeah, so he's been making them all. Yeah. So he made the first, second, and third. Mm -hmm. Until he dips out, I am happy to just swallow these movies whole. And if Keanu's happy to keep going, I'm happy to keep going. If if Keanu Reeves is out, I'm out. Yeah. And I don't even care if there's a cool motherfucker that's going to replace him. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, me too. Uh, The John Wick franchise is great because movies normally stop at three and we're going to get five of them. So I'm happy happy to see that. And a TV series. I don't really care about the TV series. No. But hey, I'd be happy to care about it if it was good. Also, I like that we're getting five of these movies and none of them are... 
he's old, but he's coming back. It's not I like know, yeah. it's not like Rambo where we have to wait so long to do it. They're yeah. gonna do all five in one go. Yeah, and I really enjoy that, and I'm glad that we're getting it. Sometime, Same way that the Mission Impossible, the last two movies, are being filmed back, back to back. To back. They're yeah. gonna line up so well. I know they're having so many problems with that movie, though. I know it sucks. I keep reading about yeah, problems. It's another and I'm like, problem. Another no. problem. There was a massive accident on the yeah, set there. I know. Only and it was supposed to be the most expensive stunt of the whole film. And I don't actually know enough details to really get into it, Neither but I just I. read that I think it was a motorcycle accident and there was a fire. And what I read, and I, I hate hearing this because you're like, who is this person? You know, they're always like, oh, well, there was an unnamed source. Yeah. But supposedly, like, Tom Cruise was so upset really? because this was a big, big deal and loads of pre production went into it. And it's the biggest stunt of the whole movie. Oh, and they're having problems and of course the whole pandemic was yeah. a massive problem and then he had problems with some like bridge, bridge that they were supposed yeah. to they were supposed to blow it open it was a landmark or something yeah uh, so just let them do what they want to do just let them do what they want okay <laughs> leave Tom alone okay leave him alone he's a nice guy leave Tom and Chris alone they're yeah. fine and Rebecca Ferguson legs hit me up <laughs> I'm famous enough for her to hit me up. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I've got, like, a few people who know who I am. Um, Like your family and friends. Like my family and friends, (laughs) yeah, and close associates. But, Uh, hey, John Wick 4 and 5, it's kind of crazy that it's happening. I'm happy. And I'm happy. And anyone who gives out about it, fuck you. I don't care. I actually don't care. I'm like, it's such a franchise that matters and doesn't matter. Exactly. You know, it's just fun. If it wasn't good, I wouldn't be in its corner. But it is good. It is good. Yeah. And it hasn't let me down yet. No. Parabellum, sure, it wasn't amazing. And I do hope that if, when, if they do, definitely do four and five, it's not as long as Parabellum. Yeah. None of those movies should go over two hours long. No. Definitely not. Uh, now, longer than tight 90, but way yeah. below two hours. Like an hour 45? S- Solid. How as can, a rock. As a rock. I'll the take la- that. I'll the, consume that. With the last two movies, hour 45 Both each, them? and then that adds up to three and a, three hours, 30 minutes. That's perfect. I'm just seeing Ooh, Jim and yeah. Fox. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but before we move off Keanu Reeves, we should talk about his other franchise. Because if you pay attention and you tune in every week, you know there was a competition last week about the Bill and Ted. What is it? Strike back or <laughs> face the music? Bill and Ted face the music. Bill and Ted face the music. We put posed a question to the audience. Yeah, after the first real proper trailer because uh, yeah. I know there was a teaser trailer but this was like the proper full trailer the trailer yeah. we watched that and went oh I see the ending I know what the ending oh, yeah, is and it's very obvious yeah yeah um, so we posed a question to the audience and we said if you reach out yeah. and tell us what the ending of the movie is we'll give you a shout out on the next podcast and someone got a spot on spot on exactly what I we thought I assume most people did but this person reached out re- so yeah. I mean they got shouted yeah, out of course it was uh, and I'm going to use their Instagram name it was the ESP Macnez pod so it's a podcast by yep. Nez and the Zizu. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. They hit us up Either on way, Instagram. Sounds cool. Does sound cool. Those yeah. names sound cool. Does sound sounds cool. Sounds cooler than Ian and Connor. Yeah, it does. way cooler <laughs> than Ian and Connor. Yeah, I should get a name with the in front of it. Oh, yes, something. please. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, the Connor. Look, no, not that. <laughs> Definitely not that. I'll figure it out. But. Uh, yeah, congratulations. You managed to predict this predictable movie and were the first ones to do so to us. And we should say then, so what we thought, the trailer, w- yeah. what we thought was pretty obvious is they say that Bill and Ted need to play a song to save the universe. Yeah, they've said that from the beginning. Yeah. But now 
they say this, specifically in the trailer, it's not Bill and Ted, it's Garfield and Logan, which is their surname. Surnames, and they happen to have two daughters two in this teen movie. Two daughters who are also gathering together a band. And also look like they might have a similar amount of screen time as their daddies. As their daddies. Maybe even more screen <laughs> yeah. time, I would argue. Yeah, in the future, definitely. But one's played by Samara Weaving, who we like. Subscribe. And the other one is another the actress other person? yeah Samara Weaving is amazing like she is. ever since I watched Ready or Not and also The Babysitter she's great that's in like both a of those. quiet Netflix movie yeah. that I hear no one talk about it's actually a fun movie I really enjoyed that yeah, movie yeah me too Yeah, it's like it's not a movie that I, I left like I, I stayed up all night thinking about all those issues it addressed, no, addressed yeah. you know, but it was a fun consumable movie definitely and Ready or Not is really good Like Ready way, or Not like such a, a limited concept Perfect. Way amazing. better than it should be with an yeah. amazing cast. Almost as well. like the first John Wick. Yeah, exactly. The so the parameters are so small that you can't really make a mistake. No, exactly. And it's executed perfectly. And yeah, so I I'm happy that if there isn't I don't really care though as such. Like I don't need to see a Bill and Ted for can he, they can't even call it Bill and Ted no yeah I mean te- it, I don't think this movie is Bill and Ted really it's mm, yeah. whatever their children's name are but anyway I would like to go back this, see this it's Bill and Ted so I don't yeah. care enough but I'd love to go back and see if the prophecy was Bill and Ted will write a song to Definitely save the world is. and now Definitely. it's Garfield and Logan yeah. you know I'm like okay well Look, if this is right, we're going, then fine, you know? It's like one of those movies where a guy puts a briefcase down and the camera is going by yeah. and just lingers on, on a briefcase for a little too long. And yeah. you go, that's important. Yeah, it is. That's a, that's a MacGuffin. Yeah. Something's with that briefcase. But then it's the, what this is, though, is the trilogy where it goes, it lingers on the briefcase in the first movie. You're like, oh, okay, that briefcase is important. Yeah. And in the second movie, lingers even longer in the briefcase. Oh, that's important. Then it comes back, turns out it's a sports bag. It's been a sports bag the whole time. The whole You're not paying t- attention. wasn't a briefcase. We've never said it was Bill and Ted who were going to yeah. make right Shame the best Shame on you, the viewer. Yeah, for assuming it had to be two men instead of two women. I thought you were going to say, and then you go by and it's just two daughters. Two daughters. <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on. Wait, that was a briefcase. That was a briefcase. That was a briefcase. That now it's Samara Weaving yeah. and that person. And that other actress, um, yeah. But congratulations, Nez and the Zizu. Yeah, you are on the same wavelength as us. Is <laughs> yeah, exactly. that a compliment? I don't know. I don't know. Is that problematic? I don't, I don't know. know. But will hey, I be tweeting about it? Definitely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But uh, yeah. So we said we just keep our word yeah. and shout you guys mm-hmm. out. And check the trailer out. Yeah, check out the it's, trailer. It's okay. Yeah, we've given it away now. But anyway, um, will we get to the trailer? We wanted to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Army of the Dead. Sure. Yes. Let's talk yeah. about Army of the Dead. Yeah. Army of the Dead. So, so Army of the Dead is shot, completed, and done. What is Army of the Dead? It is a, a sequel to. No, isn't it? No, Army of the Dead. I thought you didn't know. No, it, no, it isn't. It's not a sequel. Is it not Army of related the Dead. to Dawn of the Dead? No, it's just an original. Oh, is it? Because he is it in the same universe? I didn't, didn't. I didn't read anything about. Didn't it being... Zack Snyder do a Dawn of the Dead movie? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I thought it was related to that. Oh, <laughs> I never read that. Is it not? Okay, well, anyway, it's another zombie movie by Zack Snyder that's coming out recently. Uh, that's coming out soon. Hopefully the, the end of this year. End of this year. Wait, will we just look yeah, this up? Let's, and then... let's fact check this. <laughs> uh, you piece of shit. Cause trying to deny me. I'm pretty sure this is true. But the film marks Snyder's return. Uh, uh, oh, it doesn't say it's related to... Alright, Dawn I of the Dead. I think they would have said it. 
I think it's just him making a zombie movie. Is it just... Will we just redo this? Oh, uh, I think we should. Yeah, yeah. It's been called the spiritual successor to Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Ah, uh, uh, it's not really in yeah, the same universe. Yeah, I think it counts. I think it counts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think it counts. We can leave all that in. <laughs> sure. Spiritual sequel. Yeah. In other words, the director made a zombie movie before. Yeah. And now he made another zombie movie. <laughs> Yeah, well, anyway. What, 16 years later? 16 years later, yeah. yeah. Scroll down to cast. I want to see if they've changed something. Uh, Whatever could you be speaking of? Uh, oh, they did. Yeah, they changed it. Wait. Okay. Okay, interesting. Um, anyway, so... It must so, be a gender-neutral name. must be. So, uh, <laughs> we were excited about this movie anyway before. Yeah, because it's a Zack Schneider... Uh, zombie movie and he's only made one zombie movie before yeah it's actually really fun yeah and this is a spiritual Dawn sequel to it as I said earlier but uh, anyway we it also featured a few people that we actually really like like Dave Batista was in it and we were very excited because a comedian that we both very very much liked yeah Chris D'Elia was going to be in it have you heard of Chris D'Elia uh, for all the wrong reasons yeah have you heard of him lately um, yeah yeah where uh, is he I've met Chris D'Elia and I thought he was fine he took a picture with me he took a picture with me i was very happy about it at the time um but uh yeah so anyway some stuff has come out about crystalia that, that everyone knows everyone that he was knows. like texting underage girls uh young girls young girls yeah, and then, yeah i yeah. suppose um uh, but crystalia if you were a fan of crystalia like i've been a big fan of crystalia for a long time mm-hmm. and he ha- has the congratulations podcast or had yeah because he hasn't made one since the yeah. allegations and um, um, he's always wanted to be an action star yeah so if you've ever watched his podcast he's uh, always harping on about he wants to be this like great comedian and i think he is a great comedian mm-hmm. who also wants to be an action star and yeah. he, i've heard him say before that he wanted to be like the jason if jason statham also did comedy like, comedy if yeah. Jason Statham was like crushing it at night in a comedy club yeah. but also making the movies that he makes he wants to be that guy so, so this was a big deal that he was going to be in an action movie for him and for his fans because yeah. he's been talking about this for years and there's actually even a good clip where he's like I'm in an action movie yeah. you don't believe me wait until you see and he even <laughs> does this thing where he's like get down get yeah, down yeah. I'm saying all the lines I'm doing yeah, all the bits yeah, yeah. Uh, and now he is not in a Zack Schneider zombie movie no. which is so weird because it's already shot since 2019 yeah the movie's done and they can't reshoot it now because of the virus that the will not be, not named. be named so they've decided to replace him with Tig Notaro because that's obviously where you go to that's next. where it's you such go a tread. Yeah. such a threat I follow that through line oh, yeah, Pepe yeah. Sylvia the entire time yeah. you know <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Tignatario is going to Same replace... Same bone structure, I guess, and, yeah, and build. Muscularity. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Tignatario is going to be replacing him, and you're like, okay, fine, it, it was a recast. But then yeah. but then the movie's already done, and it's been in post-production for a while, and uh, they're talking about CGI-ing yeah. her face over his face? Well, not necessarily. They just said that they're going to implement a lot of CGI. To uh, so this it sounds like all this is going to be done in a studio. Yeah, I feel like she's going to get a body scan. Yeah, and then stuff's going to happen. Like weird. it's going to be very strange. It's going to be weird. I think this is going to be uh, a shit show. I, I don't know, do you know what? And I <laughs> okay. hate saying this because I know Zack Snyder. This is a soft subject. Yeah, but I think this is going to be a Henry Cavill. Yeah, mustache situation. Mustache situation. He does not have a good history with removing or replacing. Well, he, no, he didn't do that. No, that that's was DC, true. Yeah, and that true. was uh, Jossie Boy. That's true. You know what? I take it back. Yeah, I that's why I'm saying it's a, it's a soft subject for him. Yeah. But I think now he's gonna have his own, uh, Batman, uh, Superman 
mustache floating lip situation going on and I feel like Netflix are going to probably be like DC and go we got this in the bag yeah Zach we, we got this we can we can pull this off and yeah. I have a feeling we're going to be watching it and going uh, that's that's a, a 40 year old uh, yeah. 6 foot 3 comedian 6 foot 3 comedian <laughs> with, in that scene I can't wait for her to be leaning on something with face on it she's leaning on something and she's like hands up here or something like this she's like I don't know what you guys or her arm is like incredibly long yeah. for some reason she's Cl- like that original Alicia Vikander Tomb Raider poster where the proportions were oh, all wrong oh it's so weird yeah clearly what they're gonna have to do is CGI him completely out, out. and then put her in but her body dimensions are completely different mm. so they're gonna have to paint the background so they're going to have to actually... I think what they're going to do is they're going to completely take him out and have to redo the background and then CGI her in or at least paint her in in a way. She's probably going to do blue screen or whatever and then put her into the scene. And it's going to look so weird. I have a feeling you're going to watch it and she's going to be amongst other people. And you're like, she's not there. Yeah. She's also, not there. And the background around her body looks weird. We have a big problem with the fact that it's taking the tarot. Yeah. Nothing to do with her. No. Specifically. She's very talented. Yeah. And I've actually, I've seen her on interviews. I've never actually watched one of her shows. Very funny. But when I read that it was her, I'm yeah. like, damage control. Yeah. This is a political statement. It seems. Get another male who is around 6162, yeah. the same body shape as Chris yeah. D'Elia, and put him in there. Or because e- that's just a lot easier to do. Or even get a big female. Get like Ronda Rousey or fucking... No, no, Gina Carano. <laughs> Gina Carano. I was trying to think of her name, Gina but I Carano. Couldn't. Get Gina oh, Carano they in. Get her biceps in there. Just give her curly, shaggy hair, and from behind, she... <laughs> 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 that's just, that's uh, Gina same you're beautiful thing. same yeah. thing is that what you're going to say same yeah. thing um, I just find I have no problem with like Tina Taro being in that movie no but I just don't I just think it's going to make see, more problems I don't see the one for the post production yeah. that's what's yeah. the problem and I'm like why? let's just make it easier you know when because we, we said this in the last podcast yeah. when Christopher Nolan's like you know what I'm going to put Ellen Page's hair in the bun yeah. for those anti-gravity scenes because then it's easier and we don't need to use as much CGI exactly I'm like that that's just some good workmanship going on yeah. there Putting Tignataro in that is causing a lot of problems. Yeah, and I I just want to know whose decision it was to put her in. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Also like Zach Schneider's like, oh well if, if he can if it's if you really want me to take her out of it, it definitely should be Tignataro yeah, comes in. Yeah, he's like Throw Jason Momoa in there. He I seems to love him. Yeah. Throw uh, Ray Fisher in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Cyborg life, motherfucker. I bet they're around similar heights. I'd say so. Probably are. That would make it way easier, I'm sure. I mean, just for the body type, the shoulder size yeah. and all like that. So there's less paint now. It's just be the hair, maybe. And you're removing them entirely. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. And you know what? It's 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 tough because we were fans of Chris D'Elia. I mean, yeah. I still am a fan of Chris D'Elia. I'm a fan of his comedy. I'm a fan of his I'm comedy. I'm a, f- a fan of his work. Yeah. And that's not the work that no. he was doing behind no. the scenes. And I, this is a blow really for him like I know mm-hmm. how much it meant yeah that he was going to be in an action movie and for this to happen is I it's a it's tough and also I this is not a political statement no. and this is not defending him yeah. I'm just saying the evidence is so hazy yeah that I still it's it, it's not um it's not cut and dry it doesn't warrant a, a nail in the coffin yeah you know way like I'm not I'm not sure what I still think maybe there's more evidence to come out yeah but either way until now it's definitely not 100% cut and dry that's no. all I'm saying yeah I agree with that Um, it hasn't been cut and dry that's yet. a minefield of a sentence I know 
I know. And I don't know if I stuck the landing, but that's how I feel. Yeah. Like, it's not 100% cut, cut yeah. and dry. Like, that's what happened, and he is a bad person. Yeah. And, of course, there's no authorities getting involved, so yeah. that says something as well. Also, when we're, like, talking about this, it's just difficult. We feel like we have to be the dissenting voice, because when you read Collider... And they're like, or, or oh, a lot of, or a lot of, pi- lot of publications, and they're yeah. like, oh, just a total improvement. They're just going to CGI him out. No one's addressing the difficulty in yeah, that. And doing no that. one is even. Remember when they were like, what about the product? Right. Remember when they're like, they're going to CGI out his mustache, and everyone was talking about how yeah. difficult that would be. Not a single person has mentioned how difficult and crazy, exactly s- crazy it is to try and do. Put this. it this way: Collider is more on board with Tignataro being in this movie. And more anticipating her being in this movie than the movie coming out. Yeah, I think this that's one, the problem. Yeah, that's what the fuck are you talking about then? Yeah, that you're just more happy that she's in it than happy about this movie coming out. Yeah, you're not interested in this movie. No. When I read their views on Crystal Lee being taken out of this movie, yeah. there's no anticipation for this movie. No, just anticipation for, for him getting Tarion. taken out and her yeah. putting in. Yeah. So, like, what are you saying? I know it's it's you're, weird. You're a film. Um, publication, your film news yeah. website. You're allowed, what, are, what are we saying? Here? You're allowed to give your opinion on stuff. We give yeah. our opinion on stuff all the time. But don't, don't be more hyped for her being in it than the movie itself. Yeah, exactly. And for him getting taken out, which is really what it is. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, I am less hyped for this movie now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I'm very interested to see what she looks like yeah, me too. on screen. I, w- I want to see does it work or not. And if yeah. it does work, Jesus, I'm going to applaud whoever, yeah. whatever CGI team. Oh, get totally. wet digital on this right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they look at it and go, just keep them in. <laughs> yeah. When does The Boys come out, by the way? September. September. Oh, fuck. I thought it was sooner. Never mind. <laughs> I just saw it. it I see Anthony Starr staring at me in the corner of the screen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when do I get to look at this beautiful, That's sadistic Homelander. bastard again? No. Anthony uh, Starr. <laughs> right. Will we finish up with a small bit other... Well, we have that trailer. Yeah, let's talk about the talk trailer. About the trailer yeah, for just yeah. a, a minute or two. No, let's. Um, so about what was it? Two weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago. Yeah, uh, a trailer came out for a movie, and taken I taken four. Taken four. No, it's the Honest Thief, a spiritual sequel to <laughs> Taken <laughs> Three. Taken Three. Taken franchise itself. Basically, I saw this trailer with Liam Neeson in it. I watched it, and I immediately sent it on to Ian, and I was like, "Look at how terrible <laughs> what this is." What the fuck is. is this? So Liam Neeson is a he plays a sixty-year-old bank robber, former bank robber he who's now it, trying he, to adjust his life. He He's robbed 16 banks in the country. I have over 9, 9 million. million. <laughs> and it's like, 9 million is a low number. Yeah, low okay. number for robbing you're not banks. That, you're not hot shit here, yeah. okay? Um, okay? And then basically what happens is he gets a sweet younger girlfriend. <laughs> and redhead he, girlfriend. Redhead, Let's be specific yeah, about it. He gets a sweet redheaded girlfriend. Because I can, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, me too. And uh, he's I like, can relate, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, me too. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I want to turn myself in you know he's it's it's yeah it's called it should be titled pussy whipped yeah yeah this guy just fucking changes his whole life all his bank robber friends are like oh you meet one girl and you don't text us back now you don't hang out anymore what the fuck's going on can he only rob banks when his uh balls are full (laughs) (laughs) now they're getting drained he's like oh what have i done and it also (laughs) makes sense that he lost his wife in the third taken yeah spoiler alert also spoiler alert it's fucking awful and don't watch it it's terrible and now he's back on the, the wagon you know he's on yeah. the date and he's been on Tinder or whatever 
and he's got himself a girlfriend. A girlfriend. Liam Neeson should never say. Sixty-year-old Liam Neeson should never say the word word girlfriend. My girlfriend. My girlfriend have nothing to do with this. She had nothing to do with this. <laughs> Fucking you pussy can't, whipped. Can't decide whether he's a pirate in oh, this movie. And it's called pussy. Uh, no, it's called, <laughs> it is called pussy. Whipped it's called movie. honest thief. And he's like, not honest. Well, he's only honest now because yeah. he got some vagina in his yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. Like he's not That's really. That's not cool. No, you, you're not a good guy, then. Yeah, he still is not a good guy. Yeah, mate, oh. I, 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 I got this hot missus now, yeah. so I'm just gonna change my life. So now I'm a good guy. Yeah, he's like, she's making me change so much about myself. For yeah. example, I have to turn myself in for these crimes I've been committing and everything. Also, watch the trailer. Why are you confessing? I don't understand. They don't fully give us the the details. Like, is he on the run? Yeah. Like, why would you? What does he expect? He's like, well, you know, if I just confess, then I can have a great life with my new redhead girlfriend. Like, I don't under, I don't understand his intentions. What about taking the money like, and just having a great life? Is he a fucking idiot? Yeah. Like, is he like, oh, now I've got this fucking amazing girlfriend, so I'm going <laughs> to ring the police and say, here's nine million back, boys. Listen, Ian. And then I get to walk into the sunset. I don't, I don't understand what's Listen, going on. Listen, you got to watch the movie to find out, okay? Do I? Yes, you do. Also, uh, Liam Neeson is involved in very few action scenes in this. A lot of them is him sitting in the car trying to be count intimidating. To <laughs> count to ten. Uh, oh, it's awful. It also features a uh, box office draw Jai Courtney. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. back, baby. He's back. Hey, he has the Suicide Squad too coming out. That's true. Sorry, the Suicide Squad. Jesus, James, don't don't oh, fucking attack me, James. Yeah, jeez. Oh, which got a new... Uh, we saw the title and the some title of the guys yeah. were teasing their characters, which was pretty cool. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, DC fandom on the 22nd of August, despite being pre-recorded, is going to be an event. It does take the sweetness out of it a yeah. little bit that it's pre-recorded. Yeah. It's weird that there's trailers. I just can't wait to be sitting on my phone, ignoring the DC fandom, and then... Yeah, from, CW, swipe. Yeah. CW, swipe. swipe. And then on my and then to get the notification and look and say, the Batman trailer one released, or subscribe, the subscribe. Suicide Squad By trailer the one By released. The yeah. Let me see it. Let me... God damn, see it. Anyway, um, I, is there anything more to be said about that? I think we're... No, I think we're true. I wanted to just say that I seen Jurassic World Dominion just implemented a 9 million safety plan so that they can shoot during this pandemic. Which is so weird. Which is crazy, 9 million. So now studios not only have like their production budget and their yeah. marketing budget and the wages for the actors, but they also got their safety guidelines budget as well. Like, I wonder in any scenes... Or the safety we, plan budget. I wonder in any scenes, are we going to see people like standing at a weird distance from each other in the movie? Oh, that would be weird. Well, they're testing almost every day. Okay, right. But Sam 9 Neil, million. Sam Neill being tested on a daily basis. Yeah. He's like, oh, I hate coming back to the stupid <laughs> franchise. Why did I agree to do oh, this? again. And then he yeah. looks at his... His bank account, and he's like, there you yeah. go. Yeah, there you go. Another grandson put yeah. through college, you yeah, know? exactly, yeah. Um, I think that's the episode. That is. is there... Oh, Jamie Foxx is in the Spawn reboot. He was saying it couldn't have happened without Black Panther, so. Yeah, no, this has been talked about forever. Know, Jeremy Renner's supposed to be in it as well. Yeah. I don't know if that's even still going ahead. That was like two years ago. I know, I know. But hey, apparently Jamie Foxx is still working on it. And after seeing Project Power, I'm excited to see him in more superhero stuff. I want to see his Tyson movie. Me too. I really want to see his And that's Tyson not happening movie. anytime soon because Martin Scorsese is supposed to be filming his next movie yeah. towards the end of this year. With or, Leo and Robert De Niro. Yeah. yeah. Or early next year. Oof. So that means that then you have another year in post-production, which means that most likely mm. I wouldn't see if this is so say Scorsese's next movie after that 
is the Tyson movie, the Mike Tyson movie with Jamie Foxx. You're talking three years before that's in front of the cameras. So four years before it's released. And that's probably the tightest time frame. That's crazy. Um, Also, like, I mean, you couldn't put Scorsese and De Niro out at the moment. Like, imagine. I know. Imagine what could happen with the two of them. Scorsese already looks like the frailest man in the world. I know, I know. Just get as many movies out. And I love the guy. I love the guy. He could be my favourite director. Yeah. He's definitely top five for me. I'd agree with that. But, uh... Yeah, that's kind of it. Um, and by the way, if you like the podcast, how about subscribing, please? Yeah. That would be great. Like and subscribe. We're on YouTube. I don't know where you're listening or watching this on, but mm-hmm. well, if you're watching it, it's on YouTube. Yeah. But uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're Spotify. on Spotify. We're on pretty much every major podcast platform. Yeah. So tell a friend. Check us please out do. on the social medias. Uh, we're straight. Just look up straight series. You'll find us. Yeah. And if whatever platform you're listening to it on or watching it now, please subscribe. Please subscribe. If you like what you're hearing. Please, guys. We, we really appreciate it. We took two weeks off. Is that too thirsty? Did I send too thirsty? I don't know, but I only... Please, God! Fucking... <laughs> I only respond to thirst, as I've said previously on this podcast. I was inspired from the thirst messages we've been receiving oh, yeah. on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, that's What this. can I say? So this podcast is just a thirst trap, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. That's mm. the entire reason we're doing this, mm. is a thirst trap. To get my Tinder account more swipes. <laughs> and my God, it has not worked yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. One day. Pending. Um, yeah, so that's it, guys. Uh, honk and skunk. Ooh, ooh. So, honk this week, we have decided to give to the breakout star of yes. the two movies that he were released me. this week. Schooled me. Changed my mind. Schooled you. Dominique Fishback. Pure excellence. She One is One of the awesome. best things about Project Power, if not the best. I cannot wait to see more from this girl. She was awesome. And we're comparing her to also the two powerhouses of Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. So that's saying a lot. It is. And those two guys are cool as fuck in that movie as well. Couldn't be cooler. If it Couldn't be cooler. If it wasn't for Dominique, they would have had to split Honk this week. The coolest dads ever. Yeah. The two coolest dads. I want, that, I want them to be my dads. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. But uh, no, then all your friends just want to hang out with him. I know, yeah. And also all your girlfriends just want to fuck Jamie Foxx. But listen, imagine how cool I'd be if I'd grown up with those two guys. Also, you'd be very good looking. You'd be very good looking, very Mm -hmm. cool if they made a little, like, sperm baby or whatever they do. How do they do that? Will you explain it to me afterwards? Okay, all right. I don't understand. Okay, cool. Um, Uh, And then Skunk of the Week is going to Bobby Soto. Bobby Soto can't act for fuck. No, he can't. Jesus Uh, Christ. You made... The longest 90 minutes of my life happened. Now, at the same time, the script was probably written on some toilet roll. Yeah. It's pure shite. Yeah. But still, Shia LaBeouf made it good. Yeah. If David Ayer, you would have got Skunk of the Week if Bobby Soto hadn't been such a terrible lead. You talked me off the ledge. I, I did. wanted to give it to David Ayer. Yeah. You came in close. You yeah. were a close second there, David. I was. You You're were not ver- off the hook. You're not off the hook yet. You'll get Skunk at some other stage. Oh, yeah. You'll I'm get sure. it, boy. Yeah, but uh, Bobby Soto takes it this week. So uh, there you go. Yep. Two franchises that were supposed to boost someone's career. One was a vehicle for Dominique. The other proved just how bad Bobby <laughs> yeah. Soto is. Uh, and that's the podcast, yeah. everybody. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Yeah. And we will hopefully catch you next week. Hopefully. Are we going to do it next week or are we going to take another two weeks off? <laughs> no, I think we should do it next we week. We should do it next week. We should do it next week. What we do next week? Are you going to do next week? Find out next week. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> Bye guys. See ya.